Yer, it's your boy, Robbie Dean, back with another one of those fire-ass episodes of Me Blanc Amigo, and this is episode 67, just to find the footage. This episode, you already know, man, going on four or five weeks now, we have been going hard and heavy about black rights, black activism, the black renaissance that's happening around you. Look to your left, look to your right, look to your north, look to your south. You see it. You can't avoid it. White people are breaking down because they're tired of seeing it. This episode is the fifth continuation episode of all those topics and all that situation and shit that matters with that shit. I'm just talking right now. But listen, though. I'm proud. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me. I did not expect us to be able to talk about this for four to five weeks. And um, we ain't even been reaching. It's been simple basic conversation me and marcus had and uh yeah the listeners i appreciate y'all motherfuckers listening too but yeah this episode i ain't gonna talk y'all head off this episode we talked about kkk being a terrorist groups uh cops lipd paw patrol cancel get them the fuck out of here atl police chief retire cancel get her the fuck up out of here uh generation z generation z gen z millennials i appreciate you holding it down y'all are leading the fort for us keep it the fuck up i love it i love seeing what i call the neapolitan ice cream when i look in the crowd i see the white faces i see the pink faces i see the brown faces i don't give a fuck if you out there to troll i don't give a fuck if you out there to be trendy we need bodies right now we need bodies and i appreciate every last one of y'all um nypd getting a six billion dollar budget uh, defunding the police budget uh, The Five Bloods My Five Blood, uh, The Five Brothers I don't know what it's called But it's a Spike Lee movie I gave my review on it Overall the shit is long as fuck Check it out Dope movie though um, My guy getting killed in the Wendy's parking lot Kind of forgot his name Let me look his name up out of respect uh, Let me see Let me see Let me see Can't find it right now, but RIP to that guy. Um, sad story, another dead man. Um, yeah, man. Other than that, you already know the episodes get more fire. More litter, litter, litter. More titter, titter, titter. June 19th, do your homework. Juneteenth, they was free slaves. Watch out for Trump on Juneteenth. Look for any announcements or any wild shit he does on June 19th. Uh, you know, every episode gets more litter, litter, litter. More titter, titter, titter. Follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby. Like my shit, comment on my shit, oh my bad, and subscribe to my shit like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. I'm out. Oh, where'd you get that platinum bins with them diamonds in it? <laughs>
That's a wild ass What you song. got in that bag? Shout Which one harder? That song or Saturday? Saturday? Oh, I was thinking of Sticky Icky Icky Icky. That's Saturday. Oh, that is? Yeah. Um, Saturday, Sticky Icky. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. They both classics. It's a, it's hard. They both they both fives in my book, man. Saturday definitely Chris Hardest song ever. Hardest song ever. That's definitely Easy. debatable, but... Uh, it's, it's up there Man Easy. you got rims on your truck I got rims on my skates hmm. Yeah Episode 67 Oh shit uh, Episode 67 Ain't nothing changed Ain't nothing died off Ain't nothing changed uh, The fad hasn't Trended downward It maybe might have slowed up a little bit You think it slowed up? This whole right fuck shit up, tear shit down. That specific part, uh, it may have subsided somewhat for now. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think it's it is over. Um, it all depends. I feel like black people kind of trying to find a different way to do things, but um, riding obviously makes some noise for people. Uh, it, it creates some kind of change now so we'll see if it's over all the way it's crazy I brought that up now I'm gonna come back to this but I wanna straight up ask you uh, since last week's episode how you been how you mental how you chicken how you holding up nigga I appreciate I appreciate you asking King I appreciate it uh man guess what what being leaders, man. Sixty for one days, right? Yeah. I decided. Let me, you know, I'm gonna reward myself a little bit. I'm a, uh, you know, one of the homies came into town. Yeah. And had gone sixty days without any liquor, anything to drink, any alcoholic beverage. Period. <laughs> yeah. Sixty yeah. first day. My man's had some henny. He was like, man, ain't no pressure, but if you want it, you know, you didn't went 60 days, that's a that's a, an accomplishment. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, why not? Let me see. You know, I 60 days, you know, it's all right. I'm good on that. I'm good on it. What and happened? My body didn't even feel right. didn't feel the same. Um, it, it, nah. How I, fucked up with it did you get? Oh, nah. I didn't, I didn't like go overboard or nothing, but... It did fuck with me a little bit. My stomach was like a little nauseous and mm-hmm. um, didn't sleep that well. You know what I'm saying? Just because it wasn't my normal sleep, I felt like it was a little interrupted. I kind of had some dreams, some bad dreams. So yeah, it uh, it did affect me. It definitely impacted me. I could tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt good, but then it it, it was a, a feeling also that I didn't really like because I don't really like getting drunk I kind of I kind of like the feeling but I'm kind of at the age now I've, I've done it so many times yeah I really don't like it and then drinking casually I'm like eh, I don't I don't really like it like just just having a buzz I guess that is the difference with me and some other people like a buzz is it's not even enjoyable I like to take it just a little bit above a buzz you know what I'm saying yeah I was just about to say um the best part about being drunk only lasts for, for so long. Right. Like, you might get a 10 to 20 minute window. Like, mm-hmm. The best part of being drunk mm-hmm. is like a fucking 
coke high. It might last longer than that for for me, but I agree. Like you, I mean you. Here's the thing: the best part I'm talking about. It happened so fast. The most most people spend the rest of the night chasing, chasing that, that. Exactly. You chasing that that level you to hit. get to that. At hour one, you start to drink, mm-hmm. and you might hit it. You might keep hitting it, but you gonna it's 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 just temporary. Yeah, it's just, it's very momentary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's why I'm like, uh, if I for for what it takes the the risk versus the consequence uh, or the risk versus the reward for me it. It doesn't pay off for me to even want to drink. It's, it's not that important. It's not like something I gotta do. Now, are you here to say that you are done with looking for good? I think that's my objective and my goal, and I think that's probably what would be best for me. From going sixty days and seeing how much my life improved, yeah, to the one day I decide to do it. Uh, after 60 days and seeing the difference uh, I just think overall it'd probably be better for me not to do it now it's dope that uh, you did get to reward yourself and you bounce back from the reward yourself a lot of people end up falling into the hole oh nah man when they reward themselves and shit nah but I wanted to bring this point up to you earlier Earlier, I asked you had the riots calmed down, and you said, uh, yeah, the physical aspect of the, the looting and tearing shit up has taken a step back. Right. Now, we have another sad story. I expected the city to be burnt the fuck down by now, but another killing happened in Atlanta. Well, a killing happened in Atlanta when police killed a drunk man in a parking lot of Wendy's. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, so there's always a lot to to see it, and what's crazy about that is there was a lot of footage on that. Yeah, there was like from A to Z. Yeah, there was like a lot of footage. Yeah, and that's good that you know that we actually had some footage that we could see. We saw the whole conversations take place and everything. I still didn't see everything. Like I, I know that there's there's actually, like I said there's a lot of clips and a lot of footage on this, so I didn't see all the clips compared to the you know, small footage or no footage that we have in a lot of other cases of unarmed killings and things. Um, yeah, what I did see and dissected from, from what I saw, um, unarmed black man drunk in a Wendy's parking lot. I mean, Wendy's drive through was basically holding up the drive through. Was uh, from what I think from what I heard, what? he was holding up the drive through. So they called the police. I thought he. Oh, that might have happened, but by the time Prior the police got there, he was sleeping in the parking lot, knocked out. That's what I heard. They found him knocked out in the parking lot. Either he was sleeping in the parking lot or he was sleeping in the drive-thru. But I know at one point, like he was asleep. Yeah. And then you know they came. They actually talked to him for like ten minutes. Yeah. Right. Um. Saw that he was unarmed. Then, from if I got all my facts correct, mm-hmm. um, because there's a man that had like the whole footage of it and said everything uh and he he was like uh they determined when, when he was in the car that he was unarmed but when he got out they were trying to tase him and detain him and all this and that and uh then he wrestled with him they ran uh, he ran and 
they shot him three times instead yeah. of trying to pursue him or anything like that because obviously he was about to outrun the fuck out of them they decided to shoot him because bullets can catch up way faster than they could now in the video I seen he had um, he was he was drunk but he was like the the host of the party type drunk like he still seemed like he was in control of managing his own house at the end of the yeah. night I, I agree. I but he was drunk. I got the same vibe. I've yeah. been the same kind of drunk that he's been before. Yeah. I'm not necessarily a, a, a danger to society or to anybody else. Right. Now, I can agree that being in a car, being being drunk at all, yeah. especially from my experience, he don't need to be on the road. If something needed to happen there, whether he go home, he got a ticket for it, something. I agree with that. Yeah. Of course, I do not agree with the amount of force that was taken. Obviously, the fact that the man lost his life over something I don't think he should have lost his life over. He pleaded with them and told them, my sister stays up the street. I can walk home. Y'all can escort me to the house. I'll lock everything up. I'll go home, get some sleep, come back when I'm sober, walk back to my car and drive home in the morning. They did not want to hear all he kept asking him was, would you consent to a breathalyzer test, sir? Would you consent right. to a breathalyzer test? And he was pleading with him. He was like, yo, I, I already told you I was drunk. Yeah, I, I, I'm fucked up, but I don't want to be in non-compliance. I see you giving me my rights, and I don't want to refuse, but yeah. to I be just want to go the fuck home. To be honest, because I've been in situations like that before... They were gonna breathalyze him regardless, and they yeah. were gonna, and if not, they were gonna take him to jail regardless. Yeah. No matter what that black they man was going, yeah. No matter justifying the footage. Yeah, exactly. They wanted, oh no, you can't do that. Exactly. Nah, nah, they were that. justifying the footage. They mm -hmm. were setting that man up, and they knew that because he wasn't in his right mind, that he kind of was gonna lean the kind of way. And the fact that it is police, like we're natural. I'm, I ain't gonna say naturally, but uh, societally, whatever word we've been kind of conditioned to be a little intimidated by police you know what i'm saying so yeah. imagine like your your mom or somebody uh going to the principal's office knowing that the principal can fuck up your whole high school career yep. you know what i'm saying like type yeah and then football career after that and then college and all that kind of shit get you expelled put something horrible on your record so you get kind of a little a little timid when you go into the, the the principal's office because you don't want to say the wrong thing because you know they have the authority to make it happen right then and there if they feel like it yeah. and they can justify it because it's just it's their word against yours mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's that's the same kind of thing so i feel like he was a little nervous and that kind that same scenario applied to them and that's why he was saying oh man i don't want to refuse like i don't want no problems but like bro i'm trying to tell you this and that and again i've been in like almost the exact same situation before I ended up going to jail for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, just straight up. Um, and it's crazy. Like, I feel like in certain situations, uh, had he been a different race, especially white, it would definitely took, went down totally different. Yeah. It would have went down totally different. And again, I think all of this is, like you said, it's, it's part of a show, man. Some of it, I feel like uh, the KKK and shit, man, like they are in the police academy. They are in the police industry all throughout the United States. 
And I feel like maybe they could be cultivating and manifesting this and you know deciding to make it a thing like okay we still gonna kill niggas this is how you go about it yeah. this is how you go about uh, finding a drunk nigga uh or a junk black man this is how you go about it. if you find some black man fighting or you go to an event or if a black man is in an argument with a white woman this is how you question them so you can do right, this and right. that and still put it on display to let them know that we out here we out here still mm. we dressed in blue you know what i'm saying we go to our rallies you know what I'm saying? At other times, now granted, again, all cops ain't bad, but come on, let's face it, it's a history of horrible acts from cops, specifically on black people. Even though all cops ain't bad, I doubt all the good cops ain't calling out all the bad cops on their bullshit. Facts. Because the cops are scared. There's a union, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. I think that was something, uh, one of the things I wanted to mention. Yeah. So there's like, a, somebody sent me a video. Um, so there's like a union of, of cops. And basically, it's, I mean, it's just like anything else. The, the newbie cops and the cops that are innocent can't go up against them because, I mean, it's some shit that you see in the movies. But, I mean, think about it. It's real. Um, these are like high rank cops that cops that are veterans and cops that have a lot of money and power and can make a lot of shit happen again it's like that principal's office syndrome yeah. and these young officers or these innocent officers don't really want to bring it to them because they'll be ostracized and they'll uh, probably won't be in the police academy or their lives will be in jeopardy mm -hmm. um, so they go against them and that brings us something else again you heard that uh, cops was a uh, no longer the show yeah yeah or, I, I think as they said that. at least a year or for good i'm not sure they canceled cops live pd which is my shit lapd you yeah. know live pd oh live pd they used to have a uh, live cameras set up like live police pulling over oh yeah i've seen and that before. shit would air from like 12 o'clock at night to four in the morning mm -hmm. they would just be on it at like six different locations in the, in the country and shit Live PD is canceled, and they're trying to send out a petition to get fucking Paw Patrol canceled. Paw Patrol? Some Nickelodeon cartoon dog. Are you police? serious? Yes, they are seriously trying to get Paw Patrol canceled. I know what Paw Patrol is. I didn't. Why? You asked the wrong motherfucker. I guess because just the whole cop thing. Yeah. That's crazy, but uh, I can see that. I mean, because even still, you're instilling the whole cop coach. I don't know about the show. Yeah. But I just know there's a dog, and I believe the dog mm -hmm. is a portraying as good yeah, kids. Portraying is like a good cop. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And even still, it, it you know it can be misconstrued in a lot of ways. Yeah. And if you can think about it, there's a lot of other shows that could be on, and a lot of other, um, you know, plots that could be on, as opposed to it being a Paw Patrol. Thing. You know, that could be way more beneficial to a young, youthful mind than some Paw Patrol. No offense to Paw Patrol. I'm sure it might be a decent show. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's time, for, it's time for change, man. Things need to change. Now, earlier you brought up the KKK. Yeah. One of my main topics I want to get into today is um, speaking on the KKK finally being recognized as a terrorist group nationally for the FBI and all the and all the uh, police academies and whatnot. Right. How long has it been since black people have been begging and urging for them to change the KKK to a terrorist organization? Hundreds of years, man. 
centuries. What's a century? A hundred years? I believe century is a hundred years. Either a hundred or fifty. Fifty. No, I think it's a hundred. And then a millennium is a thousand years. So it's coming up on a motherfucking millennium. Yeah. So if you think of the two thousand, the two thousand, we're in two thousand twenty, right? Yeah. yeah. Slavery in the however many hundreds of years ago, it lasted for a couple hundred years. So in the, in in the <laughs> past, in in two thousand twenty, man, it were in the year two thousand. We have been we have been oppressed for like five hundred years. Five hundred out of the two thousand of BC that we have recorded. First, there was slavery for a couple hundred years. Then there was the Jim Crow South, and then there was uh, segregation. Uh, then there was this, there was that. Then there was all kinds of oppression that has happened to this day, like the killings that happened to George Floyd and all these people. Man, it's yeah. sad, bro. Now it's more than sad, man. But yeah, if the KKK becomes a uh, terrorist group. We can potentially see what happened to black people in the 80s happen to white people. That would be super interesting, man. Like the way the crack pandemic came and they came and grabbed everybody up or they overdosed and killed themselves and shit. Yeah. We can see the same thing because now that they're gang, it's it's all illegal activity. Right. Their gatherings, their, their, their marches, their rap, all that shit is illegal. They can't yeah. do it anymore. Right. So, um... This petition that they're trying to get to make happen is very important because now that they're in the threats that the KKK can uh, be taken off the streets, maybe we see a rise in the Black Panther. Mm. Maybe the Black Panther returns. And see, so I feel like they might try to give some resistance against the Black Panther Party coming back. But why I see that that is a possibility, that's what you just said, is definitely a possibility, yeah. is because the KKK is a racist hate organization. Yeah. The Black Panther Party is actually um, a political empowerment yeah. party for the people. It's the power of the people, which is uh, quoted by Huey P. Newton, coined by Huey P. Newton, is power to all people, not just black people, mm -hmm. for minorities. For the people, for the masses, other than, um, you know, lar or, you know, governmental organizations that have the power against the people and all that kind of shit. Um, so yeah, man, uh, power, power to the people. <laughs> Back to the Atlanta killing, right? So yeah. they killed this guy in the Wendy's parking lot. I believe the following day, the police chief resigns of Atlanta. Police is chief. He, is he a Caucasian or is he African American? I'm going to say the name and you tell me. <laughs> Shout out to the Breakfast Club, man. <laughs> Why? Because they got a game on there called uh, that Charlemagne started. It's called Guess What Race uh, It Is. Erica Shields. Erica Shields. Honestly, that could go either way for me, black or white. Um, Erica Shields. Mm. <coughs> uh, I do not know. Police chief of Atlanta resigns the day after the black man was killed in the parking lot of Wendy's. That is crazy. What is that telling y'all about these people, man? They resigning 
right after killings like this? What, what is that telling y'all? Oh, they just don't want to deal with it. Or, like, what is that the telling The shit is driving them crazy. I'm sure she was going crazy over this shit. She couldn't really do nothing. As a white woman, you're back against the wall right now. I'm sure you're going crazy. Like, I seen one Karen, right? I seen one Karen. I ain't going to say I had sympathy for her, but I kind of understood how she snapped and went off. She fun. She broke down, bro. She started going in tears. She said some shit like, "You're killing me. You're killing me every day, every day. I'm not the bad guy. I'm not the evil one." Uh, she said some shit. Uh, every day I have to hear this. I have to deal with it. And I didn't feel sorry for her, but I understood. How this can weigh on some of those motherfuckers mentally? The she, cool she, oh, she was mad because somebody was coming at her, and she was she supposedly was not like a racist person. Or yeah, anything. that's how she that's how she felt. But what she did was a racist act. So all of this <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, none of that shit matters. What did she do? Um, damn, I can't remember. Oh, uh, I think she got into it with a black lady, uh, cutting each other off in traffic or some shit. They had an argument, went back and forth. They uh, drove to the police station, uh, argued back and forth all the way into the police station. And by the time she got to the window, she just broke down and gave that whole speech of, you, every day you're killing me, all you pounding it on my head, I can't take it anymore, da-da-da-da-da. She dropped the N-bomb? I don't remember. So was it, uh, that don't really sound that bad, but... Exactly, um, that's what I'm saying. But, yeah, it, that, that really doesn't sound that bad. But, I mean, I feel... I, I Do I feel bad? I, I do feel bad sometimes for the the white people that are genuine. But I'm, when I say this, they're so... For me, personally, and this ain't no disrespect to the white people, but it's very rare that I find genuine white people that have love, genuine love, for black people like for no re- but then again I'm gonna say this and this is why it's a, such a <clears throat> double entendre and a double-edged sword is that at times I find myself having um, you know a dislike for the white race just as yeah. a whole yeah um, for what they have done and you know what they continue to do and what's crazy is like white people even the large white political figures like the fucking president Mm -hmm. says extremely racist shit every day every single day and okay we know that you don't represent all white people but look at how many white people voted for you to put you in there knowing what he said before yeah and you guys are still with them yeah and so and then we experience shit on a daily basis Simply because we're black. So it's hard for us to not have negative feelings sometimes. Or for me, personally. I'm not going to speak for all the black people. But I I find that a lot of black people would probably relate to me. That they um, they, they would just sometimes naturally have negative feelings towards white people for... A lot of shit. There's a lot of stuff. I could. I mean, we could literally go down the line on the stuff that white people do on a daily basis to yeah. black people on a daily 
like fucked up basis. Yeah. And like I, I experience it literally every day. Every single day. You feel me? So it's yeah, yeah. it's real hard for me to say, oh yeah, I, I, I like white people. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that I know that there's good ones, just like I know that there's good cops. Right. Just like I know that all black people ain't necessarily good. You know what I'm saying? Some fucked up motherfuckers yeah, amongst exactly, everybody. Exactly, amongst everybody. I'm not even, it's not a, to me, it truly isn't, it was, it was never about that for me. But, just historically, from even from my 30 years of being on this fucking earth, in general, white people ain't been too nice to me. Mm. In general. Black people, of course, have done their thing, but the things that, that white people, that to have the, hate and disgust in their heart simply because you don't look like them that's that's tough for somebody to deal with the the mental stability like the mental pressure that that puts on black people every single day to know that there, there's white people that truly want to kill you mm. because you black that you could run into any single day you could have a you could have a uh um <clears throat> an expired uh What's it called? Thing on your license or whatever. Your expired registration. Tag, expired sure. tag by a month. Yeah. Cop pull you over. He mad that day. He got to meet a quota. That's another thing that I was uh, reading. Oh, that about. shit happened to me. Yeah, the motherfuckers really had to meet quotas. And they were told to meet quotas. I, I was uh, watching this. It was a bunch of ex-cops who basically kind of got pushed out of the cop academy or cop industry because they, they stood up. Yeah, they stood up for their shit. Um, and they said... Uh, that to meet their quotas, that the quota shit is real, that everybody talks about. Mm-hmm. It is real, and that they were told to go to um, like minority areas to meet their quotas for yeah. little shit. And you know, whatever happens, happens, but at least get your quotas there. You know what I mean? So, um, we, we have to experience stuff like that. White people don't have it. That's the privilege that we're talking about. You don't have to be, you don't have to worry about potentially being killed simply because you look how you look man now let me ask you this though for this the most is, part let me just, just say for the most part because this just popped in my head but for the most part we do so do you expect the protests and be honest in this do you expect the protests to create more opportunity for the black people or when it's all said and done have the white people walk away feeling shamed which one do you feel more likely is going to happen? From the protests and then the rioting specifically? From everything overall that's happening in this 90-day span, 30, 40-day span. Shame or what? Shame or do we are we really going to finally see our 40 acres in a mule like we always prospered and thought we would? So, I'm going to say this. I always have hope. But hope is is not tangible. Hope is not truly change that's happening. Yeah. Um, it's been hundreds again of ye- years that we have been oppressed. Hundreds. Um, I don't have too much faith in the judicial system. I don't have too much faith in the, the legislative system, the executive uh, branch. I don't have I don't have much faith in any of that because it hasn't been faithful to us. It wasn't built for us. It was literally designed, you know, we talk about it all the time, man. It was designed literally for the opposite. Definitely. To create systems 
when they say systematic racism and oppression uh, systems to, so that we don't get the same loans that white people get. Um, and even if we had the same money, then it goes on credit. But then our credit is messed up because they systematically put us in situations to where we have to work five times, 10 times, 20, 100 times harder than a 12-year-old, a 12-year-old white kid. And we might be 30-something, for real. You know, like, for real. That's just how it went. And I know it might not necessarily be the same now, but it still is to this day. But anyways, that's the that's the oppression we're talking about. So it's been a minute that we've been going through that. Um, so do I think that the shame is going to come more out of it? Or... Like, do you feel white people will actually walk away from this when it's all said and done? Saying, uh, "Oh, I really gotta be fair." So I think it's kind of hand in hand. If they if they feel some kind of shame, then some changes happen then. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, <laughs> well, yeah, you yeah, you got me? a point. Yeah, if you so yeah, I feel like if if it's just one or two things gonna happen, either some change. Is going to happen. Uh, I, I could, I could care less. That's like somebody shooting. All right, I'm not even gonna go there. That's just like somebody doing something bad to me. Yeah. Something very, very bad to me, and I didn't do anything to them. Mm-hmm. But they did something very bad to me over years. Mm-hmm. And I just say, okay, is I forgive you. That's it. You, they apologize for doing the bad shit. That's kind of how we move. Did for in, exactly. That is. That's kind of how, how we move. We're Ice forgiving. Cube. Ice Cube said something. He was like, uh, he said, "Watch out now," or like, you know, "Stay woke" or something. The the objective is to apologize, pay you out, um, distract you, keep it moving, basically, mm-hmm. um, or shut you up. Give you like pay you off, distract you, keep it moving, basically. Um, so yeah, that could be you know the motive too. You know, just yeah. like oh they want to give you some shame, or I mean not give you some shame, but like they say that they're shameful or whatever for all the things that happen to black people, and they want to do this and that. But like, what's really going to change? Yeah, what that's what I'm asking. Yeah, what's really like I said, what I really want to see change is like having like literally all at least like a fair representation of black people in all positions of political power, a fair representation, Mm -hmm. like have two black, like just have just have all of them, you know, at least something. Yeah. Because otherwise, these historically we don't have faith in these white people. We we vote for them because we think that. And again, I'm speaking for myself, mm-hmm. but I say I vote for them because or people might. I might vote for them because I think they have more chance of of siding for me. But I don't truly think that they're necessarily for me all the time. Just because historically I don't have faith in the political system or what their race has done for mine. Now, I ain't gonna lie to you. That weed you gave me put me on my ass. I'm fucked up right now. Ouija? That weed. Oh. <laughs> that punch you passed me. <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask you also, uh, have you ever seen a movie called The Five Bloods or The Five Brothers? 
It's directed by Spike Lee. It's on Netflix. Out right now. Out right now. Nah, I'll probably peep that after this stuff. Um, this movie is okay. Um, I have to give a synopsis because it's trending right now. I have to give a rundown on it. Okay. Five Brothers. The Five Bloods. Oh, The Five that's Bloods. That's what it's called. The Five Bloods. Um, starts off good as hell. Starts off good as hell. All right. But this movie is long as shit. Over two hours. It's got to be over two. Two hours and 34 minutes. Sheesh. And I guarantee you, with 45 minutes left to an hour left, you will stop that movie and check it and say, damn, how much time left in this motherfucker? Like, it's one of those type of movies. But let me get to the rundown of this movie. This movie is about five uh, black military vets that had um, fought over in Vietnam. They fought over in Vietnam one day. They got into a uh, back and forth with the Vietnam War people. They got isolated. It was down to them five. Uh, they were defending a piece of the plane that had uh, blown up. Mm. So um, they defend this piece of plane. They fend off all the Vietnam fighters. Five black dudes, young. 18 to 23 is the age range back in Vietnam War. Uh, fend them off, search the plane, find 17 million in gold. Sheesh. Is what it converted to today. Yeah. Um, bury it, come back all these years later to get that shit up out of the uh, Vietnam rainforest and shit. I feel like I, is it old or is it new? Nah, this is new. This oh, is a Spike nah. Lee movie. Oh yeah, I definitely haven't seen this, but it sounds like a movie. It's I mean, interesting. Yeah, they've kind of had that idea before in movies, but I have not seen that one. Yeah, so they go back to uh, dig this shit up. A mudslide occurs. A mudslide occurs, and uh, it reveals all the the gold and shit. So it's like barely on the surface for them to get it. So. They get finally get to the sweet spot. Uh, one of the dudes die on the way out there. Uh, they dig up all the gold, get back, and by the end of the movie, all the niggas die, and the shit fire. Yeah, by the end of it, everybody dies except two niggas. But my point was the dope part about the movie is throughout the whole movie of the two hours and thirty four minutes of the movie, they give you at least eight to ten dope black history lessons about people like the first dude to get the purple heart at war was uh, an 18 year old black kid in Vietnam mm. he was the first motherfucker to get the purple heart at uh, war and for Vietnam and shit uh, a 20 year old was the only motherfucker that dived on a grenade and saved the whole first black platoon in Vietnam war and shit like man they threw all types of informational shit so right. I definitely recommend checking the movie out and shit Word. It's called The Five Bloods. The Five Bloods. Word. I'm definitely gonna check that out, man. That sounds interesting. Haven't been on any t- uh, too many uh, new movies, so yeah. Yeah, I've been fiending for a decent movie, and that one came out, and it's trending. Everybody talking about it, so I fuck with it. It's uh, I say it's laffy taffy long, nigga. That shit stretched. I don't oh, understand. Laffy taffy long. <laughs> I don't understand why it had to be two hours. That movie could have been told in 90 minutes. Mm. That's my only critique on it. Word. I'm going to check it out, man. I'm going to check it out. What else you got, B? Real quick, I want to give a shout out to uh, 
Generational Z. Generation Z. And shout out to Spike Lee, by the way. Spike Lee always coming out with funky ass shit. We had an interesting conversation at work the other day. With the people I had a discussion with, they feel like Spike Lee always leads us to look like slow coons. Ooh, that's crazy. Uh, like, we always portray... Like, it's not like we uh, idiots, but it's just like the way we deliver lines in the movie is very cheesy and like slow and stupid. You know what I'm saying? Oh, damn. It's not modern. Um, I think that's crazy. I think... <clears throat> I think uh, he kind of captures... He doesn't get the regular like the archetypical voice so to speak or you know the archetypical dialect like you know to have that person that's just gonna speak articulately and all that I think that he kinda not exaggerates it but puts emphasis on the dialect of black people Hey, Negro, yeah. where you going? <laughs> and and sometimes like, because he puts so much emphasis on it, it sounds kind of cheesy. You know what I'm saying? Like that Laffy Taffy line you just said. But, uh, you know, <laughs> or plenty of my other lines that I say on a daily basis. Uh, but I think that's, that's kind of what it is because I feel you. Because uh, in Crooklyn, I, I, whenever, when you said that, I immediately thought about Crooklyn. Yeah. Because I'm like, yo, why is why is Shorty talking like this? Like, but I'm like, yo, this is how they talk. Uh, kind of like I related it to some people that I knew from New York, um, and kind of just how how they talk and move and everything a little bit, um, and could see the same thing that you were saying. Just like, why is she talking like that? But a uh, nigga walk down the street with his chest out, arms overdoing it, pumping it as the music playing in the background. Yeah, like it's just. It's, <laughs> Highly overdone almost every time with Spike Lee movie. But this one was the closest. This is probably my favorite. Nah, this is not my favorite Spike Lee movie. I can't say that. That was oh, that would have been saying a lot. I don't, what is my uh do the right thing? That's a that's that's a good one. Um it's so many. Uh, this is one of the best stories Spike ever told. Wasn't uh I'll is say uh that. White Man Can't Jump a Spike Lee movie? No. It's not? No. Oh it's not. Um, yes, this definitely, oh, it's definitely not. It's yeah, definitely not. Nah. Yeah, yeah. What am I talking about? I'm tripping. I'll give you that, Spike. This is one of the best stories you ever told, but your delivery was bad, nigga. Word. I mean, sir, you are old school, cat. Respect. Uh, and you think it mainly was because it took so long? Nah, just uh, between what I was saying with the, the conversation and the dialogue and the fact that, yeah, it stretched for two hours and 34 minutes when it could have been a, a 90-minute movie. Two hours max. Yeah. Now, Malcolm, I mean, uh, not Malcolm, uh, Spike Lee also has uh, Malcolm X with uh, Denzel back in 92. Mm. She's got to have it. Mm. Remember? And they came out with the uh, remake. Yeah. Uh, then they got Inside Man uh, with Denzel again in 2006. Jungle Fever, 91. 25th Hour with Edward Norton. I did not know that was a Spike Lee movie. 25th Hour. Which one is that? Uh, it's with uh, Edward Norton. He's going to jail. You've got to watch it. 
I'm just say watch it, bruh. I guarantee you will like that movie. Twenty fifth hour. Twenty fifth hour. It's hard. Edward Norton is one of my favorite actors. White dude. Um, school days. Forgot about school days. Another cheesy movie. It, yeah, it was kind of cheesy. It was kind of cheesy, but uh, that's crazy. It's it, it's got his uh, classic Spike Leeness, which could. It's the shit that I'm talking about. Often. <laughs> To some people, be uh, considered cheesy. Uh, he got game. Dang, he did a lot of movies with Denzel. Yeah, put Denzel boy. on. Yeah, uh, Mo Better Blues, Bamboozled. I think that was about uh, black people as well. Uh, all of them are pretty much. Uh, Shot Rat. Um, some ones that I don't know the name of. And uh, yeah, he's got a he's got a long, long. Uh, list of uh, films that he came out with. Now I wanted to ask you um, one of my last few topics before I get up out of here. Where? I'm going to let the floor to you. NYPD has a six billion dollar per year annual budget. Six billion? Billion. Mm. billion yeah. Per year. I heard some crazy stuff like that. Um, they're in the talks of trying to cut it down. Hmm. Defunding the police. Exactly. Defunding the police. They're in the talks of defunding the police, NYPD. NYPD is opposed to this shit. Uh, I seen the other day a list leak of all the NYPD officers in their overtime salaries. A lot of these officers average between forty to seventy thousand extra in salary per year in overtime. Mm. How do you feel? How about much? Forty to seventy thousand dollars extra per year on average in overtime dollars. Forty to seventy. Yes. So you're talking about the average salary. The average police across America makes between forty, 40 to fifty thousand. Yeah. So you're talking about regular. Officers making 120, 130, 140, 150. We're making a year. five digits to six digits. Yeah. Mid six yeah. digits. Yeah. Uh, first of all, having their uh, information available like that, I think is. Oh, yeah, it's public information. It is it's definitely good. It's set up for them to work for us. Right. It's, so, yeah, it's, it's public information. Yeah, because yeah. they're public uh, service. Yeah. Officers, you can look my shit up online. Yeah, you can look exactly up what I Yeah, they're supposed to be, anyways. Um, but yeah, defunding the police, Trump is against it. Is it? So the last thing I heard, he was against it. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't surprise me though. But people, the one thing that uh, people were talking about was the difference between like or like what defunding the police actually is, and all it simply means is that six billion dollars is reallocating that. Back into places that really need it, like teachers and in schools and shit. Boom, in low-income communities. Yeah, and and things of that nature in the like infrastructure around those low-income communities and overall just to the city. Because if the black people flourish and if you got say if, if the black people flourish mm-hmm. and they don't have, you know, <laughs> just think about the stuff that white people say all the time. Uh, you guys have so much crime and this and that. You guys yeah. do drugs and this and that. Well, if we didn't have to do that, not to say we, like like me, yeah. but just black people in general, if black people didn't have to do that, 
then there'd be less crime, right? White people, wouldn't that be logical to think? So that's all it is, is to allocate that back into the community. Because there's obviously, there's no need for, if you're doing the right thing and not killing black people, you're not going to have to, first, you're not going to have to riot and, and, and do all this kind of stuff and have to big out, bring out any kind of big guns or do any kind of crazy shit. And we're not really trying to bring out big guns mm-hmm. and do crazy shit like that anyways. We just want justice and we want the right thing to happen. Um, and that's all it is. And so, yeah, I'm with defunding the police, uh, especially because when you get that much and you killing people and then you can't even account for it and you guys still get paid and get administrative leave and then go from being out in the field to being in a desk for six months to a year for however long that you want, so to speak, uh, office duty probation, but you're still getting paid. Yeah. That 40 to 80, 90, 120,000 dollars instead it could be going to somebody, <laughs> what else? Or, you know, to 120,000 dollars could do a lot for a school. Definitely, nigga. Four years of that overtime that you get into riding around and going to the low-income communities and the uh, minority communities to reach the quotas. Bro, there's niggas at my job like that. Like, niggas supposed to make 40000 45000 a year. They're averaging. These are 20-year vets now. These niggas been there for a minute. These niggas are averaging... 65 to 85k a year for the last 20 years when they supposed to have a 30 to 40,000 dollar salary. So, I feel you on that. That's a little bit different. I don't know if they like what their job is and things of that nature and then people set up things like that and then they set up the unions. Again, that's what makes it real hard is that their jobs are like solid because you got these unions that are set up like that to yeah. protect them because they're supposed to be civil officers that work for the state. And then for the government, you feel Mm -hmm. me, for state government. Uh, So they're supposed to be set up real nice. But when stuff like this is happening, then again, the defunding doesn't necessarily mean taking the salaries away from these people. Yeah. Um, But making changes within how the money is distributed within the police system. You know what I'm saying? To where, um, you know, what do you need $6.9 billion for I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they have army you, tanks and shit. Yeah, right? army tanks. Like, I don't know what you... And is that yearly? Yeah, yearly. annually. Annually. And that's just for what? One state, did you say? New York. That's just for New York. New York State. Where yeah. there's supposedly, like, I think the, the most crime, I think, or one of the states with the highest crime. It's just uh, one of the most lucrative cities in the world. Yeah, so I guess you got to have more... Like, you know, it's, it's fucking like... I mean, we looked at populations that one episode. Like, New York has 30 million people. You know what I'm saying? Think about how many cops they have up there. Mm-hmm. And they got to break all that shit down and how many people live within but so much square footage and square mileage of space and shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know. So I don't know. I think it's an interesting topic and I want to like really kind of get more detail on it as it goes along. But uh, from what I hear, I don't think that defunding the police sounds like a bad idea uh, whatsoever. Especially if you get six billion dollars a year, um, and then what? What? What's? What, what's happening? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What, what's happening with that six billion dollars? Has that increased? Like, what's what's truly going on? I had looked up some stats earlier that I had got set up because I did want to throw some numbers out on this topic. All right. Okay, so let's just read up on some shit. 
about the $11 billion from the city's budget are allocated to the NYPD. In fiscal year 2020, New York expenses for the New York City Police Department will total 10.9. Can you start over? My bad. Yeah. This is art. This article is called Seven Facts About the NYPD Budget." Seven facts. Okay. One, about eleven billion from the city's budget are allocated to the NYPD. The city of New so York. the city has a budget. They break this budget down, and this is the shit I was talking about uh, with my job and shit. This is shit I do. We all get a piece of the pie of the city's budget. Mm-hmm. City. Now I can't tell you where the city budget come from. I don't know if it come from government or just from taxing and taxpayers and that's just what we make but I think it is taxpayers city budget is given out to us it's broken down into fire department the, the police department water department my shit um, uh, uh, all the city workers it's like right. five six divisions of right. essential shit in the city right. electricity nah electricity they own man oh, okay. you know what I'm saying like Duke Energy is they own man right. it's like city jobs Charlie and shit. Water. you know water fire police and it's like another two. Yeah. But okay. Okay, so continuing on. About eleven billion from the city's budget are allocated to the NYPD. In fiscal year twenty twenty, New York City's expenses for the New York City Police Department will total ten point nine billion, comprised of the five point six billion NYPD operating budget and five point three billion of costs centrally allocated, including two point three billion for fringe benefits. 2.8 billion for pensions and 215 million for debt services. See figure one. Two facts. Fact number two. My retarded ass. The NYPD has the third largest agency operating budget. The NYPD operating budget is 5.7% of the city's $97.8 billion budget annually. With only the departments of education and the social services commanding a larger share of resources, excluding the city's $5.9 billion in required Medicaid payments and DSS budget would be $4.4 billion. Moving the NYPD up to second place, including centrally allocated expenses, the $10.9 billion spent on the NYPD equals 11.1% of the total city's budget. That's really enough for the stats, but how much you think Charlotte's budget is? Mm. That's a good question. I have no idea. How much did you say that uh, budget was? It was. It was said about ten billion. It came down. Ten to billion me. out of a hundred million. Huh? Ten billion out of a hundred million dollar pie. Hundred yes. billion dollar pie. So they get ten million. Um, I would say Charlotte might get like. Two to five. $2.5 billion budget for the coming fiscal year. CMPD is poised to receive $290 million, or about 40% of the city's nearly $719 million general fund. Yep, $2.5 billion. That was a good call. It's good. Um, before I get up out of here, I want to talk to everybody about the Watchmen. You seen the Watchmen? Uh, the old, like superhero kind of movie. Yeah, with yeah. Virginia King. Mm, I can't even recall. It's on HBO. You need to watch it. I just started. Is it with a 
white dude that kind of looked like Robert Downey Jr. Uh, I can't recall. But it's fire, bro. Alright. Uh, from the first 10 minutes, you'll be interested. Uh, the Watchmen starts off in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the 1921 shit. Oh, no. Nah. Which is going to lead us to our next topic to close out. Okay. Uh, the Tulsa, 1921 Tulsa riots. Uh, it starts off with that shit and it leads up all the way to today where it's like in the future and it's a different type of police reform going on in the Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost, in the first five minutes, right? Police pulls a man over, suspects that he has some crazy shit going on, has to go back to his car and radio to the station to unlock his gun. Oh, I feel like I have seen this. Yeah, keep going. So by the yeah. time he unlocks yeah. his gun, the nigga yeah. lights him the fuck up, and it's this white dude, and the show just kicks off from there on some racial, it's reverse racial shit, because Everybody, like, most of the police force is just minority, black, Latino, right? cool white dudes that's really down with the cause. And you know what I'm saying? And right. it's them versus, like, real radical mm-hmm. racial motherfuckers who shooting niggas down in the streets. Mm-hmm. So the show really is fire. And I'm on episode four. And I recommend you get on it and check that shit out. I actually started watching that. Yeah. Because so, I remember that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't continue watching it. Um but yeah, that's what I've been trying to um, talk about, or like remember or recall for like the past few episodes was a show where it was backwards, where it was black people yeah. that were like, you know, in charge, in charge of divisions and yeah, shit. You know, and basically kind of doing the same type shit, but not quite. Like we weren't getting killed and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but we were. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy to see it like this. Though. It's like a role reversal. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. crazy to see it like this. And yeah. I recommend anybody who ain't seen that movie, I mean that uh, miniseries, to watch it. Because I guarantee you in the first 10 to 15 minutes, you sucked in. Yeah. It's going to it's gonna turn It's going to have you, oh shit. Yeah. It's going to have you, oh shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. I'm going to uh, leave it out on that. It's, you, uh, What you got? I thought you had some shit. Nah, uh, something that you was about to, what you was about to talk about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. had something to talk about, too. I wanted to close out on this. Um, yeah. Trump, June 19th, Trump is having a rally in Tulsa. I just spoke on the Tulsa riots. Um, June 19th is the day that uh, slaves were officially set free. They're even discussing making Juneteenth, June 19th or Juneteenth the name of it. Uh, an official holiday where motherfuckers get off, get paid, all that shit. Um, Trump is holding a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, a town that had Black Wall Street attack during the Tulsa riots on, I believe, June 19th, which is the day I think that shit happened. I can't verify that shit. But what's up? What do you believe is going to happen in this shit? Do you believe this is going to be a MAGA riot or do you believe he's going to introduce some shit that's going to help the black Tulsa community? I don't know. I'm going to be honest. Because uh, he's been weird in the last year or so yeah. about this black white shit. He's been on the fence low-key. People ain't people. Yeah, to be honest. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Trump is a uh, Unpredictable, in my opinion. There, uh, I can't. I can't call what's gonna happen next. What's gonna come out of his mouth? 
So I don't know. What I can say <clears throat> is uh, I kind of would have preferred for it. Well, really, I'm glad it's not in Charlotte. The DNC? Yeah. RNC? Yeah. It's not coming? I don't think it's going to be there now, right? I'm not sure. I know he threatened to pull out of Charlotte, but I don't know if it's official that he left. I'm going to be honest. I don't know because I kind of feel like it's a slap in the face to black people for him to be doing it there. Like, you know, uh, mm, 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 mm. you know, this land is your land, this land is my land. <laughs> but damn, bro. I mean, come on, look at what the, look what the government did to Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I think there was actually one more Wall Street kind of before that. So I heard. I think it happened in Philadelphia. Yeah. That shit happened in like the 80s, 70s. And I think that one got demolished too by the hands of some white folks. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know my uh, my stats truly when it comes to that. But I do know, obviously, Tulsa, Oklahoma, a lot of people know that, uh, you know, it was... Tulsa Rides. Yeah, it was Tulsa Rides. She was sabotaged, man. Definitely. Quintel Pro. Go get your own! Then look what happened. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's all I wanted to speak on in this episode. Anything you want to speak on before we get up out of here? Anything, anything, anything. I did want to say, yeah, because, yeah, we were talking about Trump. Uh, Speaking of Trump, I wanted to see what you thought about this. Uh, How he is against defunding the police. Uh, Speaking of Joe Biden, ever since I heard that one interview where he said, if you vote for Trump, then you're not black. (laughs) I I can't even rock with that statement right there. I mean, even still... Uh, I, w- I wouldn't want to vote for Trump, but just what do, you, what do you mean? Voting for you means that we, you are black if you vote for you? Like, so I thought that was just. Yeah, don't that. give me no ultimatum. Bro. Yeah, for you to be a president and make a statement like that, I understand that everybody makes things where they are, you know, they don't say it as best as they would have thought to say it originally, but in hindsight. But <clears throat> that, for you to be a, pre- <clears throat> excuse me, a presidential candidate to be running the nation. And for a statement like that just to come at your mind, I just really feel like it's, mm, yeah, yeah. We got a, a slim pickets, so to speak. Yeah, that's what sucks about uh, this voting shit, man. Right. It's like, I ain't never met a candidate that I fuck with. Facts. Never. Obama? Never. Nah. Not even Obama. At the beginning, yeah, but when I um, woke up and realized what life is really about, it's like, yeah. I understand why y'all put that black man on TV. And he does, he is the best candidate to be that guy on TV, but I see through the bullshit. Wish I could see how the Selassie, y'all. Maybe some of you still be mine. Like, I, I don't hate Obama, but nigga, you, you part of them too. Stop it. AK clips, they extra peel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Kamala Harris, speaking of. Uh, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, people have uh, mixed opinions about her. She's uh, apparently, from uh, what some people say, she's done some things that sided for black people and done some things that's been kind of against for the uh, progress of black folks. Um, Do you have, like, solid shit on her? Yeah, one specific thing on that is uh, when it came to making change, like now, uh, she didn't just apologize for something. She actually is promoting true change uh, instead of these kind of like empty apologetic 
things and you know <clears throat> but she did say that but on the negative thing uh, I think a while ago she promoted uh, the incarceration of, of like black men mm-hmm. you know um, over the incarceration of anyone else uh, any, yeah, any other demographic if I'm not mistaken do your research y'all I'm just a voice out here you know what I'm saying I want you to get your Twitter fingers your Google fingers and do your work when it comes to that um, and then again real quick speaking of uh, Trump Trumpito Donald I'm gonna start yeah I'm gonna start calling him Donald something else man uh, he elected uh, the first African American military chief General Charles Charles Brown yeah I heard about that yeah so everybody is again following the trend doing what's trendy uh we'll see how long it lasts you know obama was only in office eight years so uh we'll see we'll see um amazon yeah they banned the police use of facial recognition for a year for one year one year yeah that's kind of like cop stopping um and all that kind of shit is that necessarily is that a good thing or a bad thing like now we're not gonna have the footage what does that mean that's why i'm asking you do you believe when all this is said and done what is more gonna happen right are we gonna shame white people more are we really gonna get opportunity is true change gonna happen yeah i i don't know that's what i'm saying to me uh, um, this is this is low key depressing. And I'll be honest, it is low key depressing when you want to go to Instagram and see some funny shit. When yeah. you go to Instagram and you see all of this shit, at the it, person after person after person, person trying to fit in. It's yeah, and, and just everything, everything going on right now with black people dying. That's been going on forever. With white people coming out and saying uh, how they truly feel. Um, to just all the all this bullshit that's happening, it's hard being a black person in America. It's really hard. So, um, do I think the change is? It's hard for me to believe that the change is just gonna happen. It's depressing, mm-hmm. honestly. To like, I kind of put it out of my head. Like, I I kind of gone in survival mode. Like, I've been in survival mode for a long time. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the privileges of white people, again, is that you don't have to go outside and just be in survival mode and think, oh, I got to just make sure I live today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make sure I don't... Not, not to say you're doing anything that your, your, your black friend wouldn't be doing. You know, you might be doing something way worse as a white person, but you know that being a white person, you're going to get away with it. Yeah. You know, not to even... I'm not even... Th- Throwing no crazy hypothetical shit like you out here robbing banks or anything like that. You just be riding around with a joint, you know what I'm saying, or something minor like that. Right. You know, cop might actually let you off. Now, black people, we get that too. But the comparison to how it happens, no. And to just the disrespect level, the disrespect to take a person's life, Mm. like it's way beyond disrespect. It's a hate. It's something. It's it's worse, and it's ingrained. In American society, American society. It's, I mean, it's it's ingrained in what this shit was built on. It's never. I mean, come on, man. Trailer cheers. Never forget it. <laughs> Talk about you know nine eleven. Never forget that. <clears throat> yeah. 
with about the 500 years of saving you. They try to make us never forget it all the time and this and that. But uh, where's the, where's the change, man? They, they, they try to tell us, oh, forget about it. You know, that was a long-ass time ago. But you Get wanna, over it. Right, but you want to never forget 9-11 where way less people <laughs> died. Nobody was raped and killed. Nobody was enslaved. None of that. It was so-called an accident. Never forget that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, get over get over that being black shit. Yeah, it happens. You know. Oh well. Yep. You know, and it's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. But uh, I don't. I don't know. So really, I don't know if anything will truly ever happen. I I I, I have hope, but again, to me, hope is weak compared to. It's just like talk is cheap. Hope mm-hmm. is weak. Yeah. Uh, once I see some some true things happening. Okay, I see a lot of companies doing some things now, but when I see for the like consecutive ten years that Black people have been progressing, like truly as a culture mm-hmm. of Black people and getting what they deserve, then I'll say, yeah, I have faith in America. Until then, I don't have faith in America. And then why do you think Kaepernick kneeled? He didn't. You you can't kneel for something. It doesn't represent. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. That's the injustice. If that's America, and if people are supposed to be treated equally, if it's freedom and justice, the last of the shit is literally freedom and justice for all. Yeah. That is the most, but there's true injustice happening. That's why he didn't stand for it. Mm-hmm. And that's why people are apologizing now, and that's why they're debating on whether Cap should get his job back. And I want to hear what you got to say on that. Is he going to get it back or not? He needs a team, one. And um, I had this conversation with somebody uh, about a year or two ago. Shout out to Jay Hill at the Jay Hill Podcast. I mean, at the Stay Ready Podcast. Um, The league is at a rare moment I've never seen before in my life. The whole world is. Oh, no, no, no. Outside. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Definitely. Some that I discovered about the NFL. Tell me. Right now, in this current moment, there's no team really looking for a franchise quarterback. Like, no team... Okay, put it this way. There's no player on a free agency list that is worth coming in and tearing up an organization and an organization saying, we're going to go with you for the next three to five versus going young. The league is at a rare moment where... Everybody has the players in the house that they want at at the quarterback position. It's rare. It's never been seen before, never been done before. And it's kind of hard. I mean, look at Cam. Cam can't even get a job right now. Yeah, that's crazy. Cam still hasn't got signed, huh? Like, I I know you don't really keep up with football, but I can pull up a list of of football players and stats and accolades and, 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 and body types at quarterback. And if I could educate you on all these motherfuckers with roster positions, you'd be like, damn, I've never seen this in the NFL before. Like, all these quarterbacks are under 25. They're all locked in for the next four years. They're all young. It's not worth it to bring in a Cam Newton. It's not worth it to bring in a Cap. Even if for social (laughs) justice, even if it's the Panders, like, the media circus ain't even worth it just for a backup. Yeah. Yeah. All they gonna ask is when Cap gonna play. Put Cap in. Every time your young player uh 
having a, a average game per capita. Why? Why? What do you mean? Yeah. It's a show. It's a show now. Oh, oh, I got you. It's got a show you. now. Yeah, put him in. The the world want to see this moment. Right. And you got him on your bench with this this twenty three year old rookie struggling. Put him out there. That's ratings, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, um, it's it's really not no space for them niggas right now. I feel bad. Yeah, I feel kind of bad too, man. It's sad, but this is like you said. Uh, I feel like the Patrick Mahomes era, yeah. so to speak. You know, yeah. the young quarterbacks and everybody is solid at least yeah. right now. Like they have no immediate need. I feel like some Brothers. are looking. You know, like they. N- n- they're, but they're not necessarily looking for cap or cam. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying they don't want what's available. Yeah, and what's available is not worth fucking up what they got. Right, exactly. Like even just worth the headache. Exactly. What it That's all I'm saying for them specifically. You know what I mean? And uh, it does look kind of bad for them. And I do feel bad, especially for Cam, man, because yeah. Cam held it down for the city. And I know everybody that's from here. They everybody that's dirty. lived here appreciates Cam, man. Um, they did that man dirty. Shout out to all of them, man. Hopefully they find a seat somewhere, at least so they, you know, get solid. Earn a check. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> at least they get a seat and earn a check. That's that's what I really hope for both of y'all. And, and Cap, I hope that you get some money or something, man, because you deserve it. And everybody knows you deserve it. Because uh, now you got Steve Carroll talking about uh, we should have, I should have been looking at Cap back then. Yeah, exactly. Steve Carroll, yeah. Come on, man. Why would you say that now? Like, like why? They're well, I'm not going to say, not say why. It's because it is, it is relevant because Cap's name is up because of everything going on. But it's like, oh, I should have signed him. Then it's like, you know, right now, uh, sometimes I feel like a lot of things are better left unsaid. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point of even saying that? Bro, you think we confused out here? I'm trying to tell y'all, Negroes, white people are so confused and scared right now, bro. They don't know what to do or say. Uh, it's crazy because some of them scared, some of them still confident. I don't, you know, it's, again, this it's, a, it's America. I'm talking about white people with shit to lose. Like, okay, uh, Drew Brees. A nigga we all said, oh, Drew Brees invited to the cookout. He didn't even he didn't even know what the fuck he was saying was finna fuck him up like that. Like, white people are scared, bruh. They like it's a rare, crazy time right now. That's all I'm saying. I just I'm just sitting back watching everything. I'm observing everything and it's a hell of a show. So uh I think something else Ice Cube said was uh, keep your foot on the neck. It's like keep applying the pressure. And that's what a lot of black people, a lot of people are saying right now. Is just, uh, you know, keep, you know, keep applying the pressure right now. Because uh, it's time for true activism, true action and change to happen. And uh, our voices are are truly being heard right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, are they? Oh. So, people are listening. There's no doubt about that. Now, do they care? Exactly. I guess, yeah, that's the point. Do they care? Because, yeah, it's it's just like, it's unavoidable at this point. You scroll on whatever you're on. Exactly. You're going to see something related to 
everything that's going on right now, whether it's Corona, whether it's Black Lives Matter or, you know, social injustice, all this kind of stuff, you're going to see something. But anyways, uh, what was I saying, man? Uh, about you can't avoid this shit. And you scroll down the pages and this shit is in your face. Yeah, so it's everywhere. Um, it's everywhere. I really don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> Damn. Anything you want to say before we get up out of it, we got a whole fucking episode out of nothing. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Did we uh, talk about uh, uh, Bubba and the Confederate flag? The driver? Yeah, because we was on sports right now, so I got a couple other little sports things. Bubba who? Bubba Wallace. Oh, the driver. What happened? Yeah. I mean, we spoke on that last episode, but what else happened since? They took the uh, Confederate flag down. Oh yeah, or, yeah like yeah. they took it up, not down, but yeah, they, they banned it from uh, oh, from any coming. events. Yeah, but that's dope. To be honest, that's that's major. Now I seen somebody else say that they been banned the flag. They just never enforced it. I don't know. I think it was. Oh, and there's something else. Uh, there, I, there was somebody else that said some. Um, uh, what was it, man? It was like some coach uh, or something. I know you're talking about the Oklahoma State coach. Nah. It was something else. Uh, Dabo Sweeney. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He threw Trevor Lawrence up there to apologize for him. What happened? Dabo Sweeney. Uh, he let somebody say the N-word and didn't No, 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 no. He wore a shirt that said football matters. He said, What? He wore a shirt that says football matters. Uh, I can't remember if it says right now football matters or did it say just football matters. And it kind of, the way it's displayed is kind of like how it says black lives matter. Uh, this is recent? Yeah. He was seen in a pool with this shit. And uh, yeah, um, he was in some fucking hot fucking water for that shit. And he sent uh, the Trevor Lawrence up there to speak for him and talk about how they love Negroes and they're going to start listening and, you know, their whole life they've been ignorant to everything and, you know, they're going to change everything and do what's right and love the black man. What? <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, this whole shit is a show to me. Who is that? Is that a black dude? No, Trevor Lawrence is, like, poised or set up to be, like, legitimately the next Peyton Man. Legitimately. He's, like, the, he's the mobile Tom Brady. He got one more year of college, and then he's going number one. What's his name? Trevor Lawrence. Oh! The boy with the hair. Yeah! I know exactly who yeah. you're talking about. He looked like he could, uh... Like being a movie or yeah, something. All yeah. American, yeah, uh, all-American. Yeah, all-American boy. boy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He yeah. definitely looked like an all-American good old boy, man. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, the other thing with Clemson, because of all the heat that's coming down on them, they removed uh, the name yeah. of a former slave owner. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's a few spots that's done yeah, that. Yeah. They should have been done that. Chapel Hill is flooded with that, if I'm not mistaken. <coughs> Mm-hmm. They got a lot of, I think they got statues, the names of former slaves on them, or just like affiliated people. They always name them at the halls. And right, shit. exactly. Theaters and auditorium. Exactly, because they fund them. And the people. Yeah, their families fund them. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? They're old KKK members, so to speak, maybe some Be that them. long money. Who knows? It'd be that long generational wealth they create. That's a huge organization. I bet you the KKK got a lot of money. 
I bet you they got a lot of money. There you go. Got to, bro. Imagine. And, and it's a secret. It's, well, it's not supposed to be a secret organization. I take that back. Because they, they, they are out here. So it's definitely not no secret organization. But um, I, I just have a feeling that the KKK got plenty of money, man. Mm. And they put, because they got people in positions of power, man. And I, regardless if anybody knows, because people don't know. That's the. I have this strange hunch, ladies and gentlemen, that that's the whole reason that they even wear the white hoods over their heads. Wow. It's because they have to be out here in the public eye. Oh, yeah. So they, they, yeah, they got to consider the identity. They can't, you can't know who they are for real because they're they out judges, here. judges, your doctors, your yeah. lawyers. They out here. Out here burning the crosses. Out here committing hate crimes. Uh, hanging niggas. Shout out to just everybody, man. And oh my goodness, speaking of uh, men getting hung. Yep, the niggas in LA. Two yeah, two black two men black. hung in uh, outskirts of LA. Within what two three weeks of each other? Was there some rioting that was happening over there? Recently? I'm not sure, but this town is known to be uh, prejudiced. Right, you say racist, but prejudiced. Man, so this, like I said, this is a show, man. William Shakespeare, man, I got quoted. You know what I'm saying? All the world's a stage. It All is. the men and women merely players, each with their specific exits and interests. Ooh. One man in his lifetime will play many roles. Mm. You feel me? And that's crazy, man, because this is a show. This America shit, man. Mm -hmm. The yep. world is, honestly. It's been a show for the 30 years that I've been alive. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just extremely coincidental that all of this is going on right now. And two black men end up hung in a lynching form. And it's considered, were both of them considered suicidal? I know one of them was I'm being, not sure. uh, and they didn't really do any further investigation. Now they're, I believe, requesting more, uh, you know, investigation. Yeah, get some more information on it. Because they just say, oh, this is a suicide. Damn. A lynching is a suicide. So, Stop yeah. hanging niggas, man. Stop hanging black people. Stop hanging black people. Um, Action-wise. Brianna uh, Taylor Law, yeah, banned the no knock warrants. Yeah, um, seen that. But I wonder, is that only in that area? Yes, for Louisville, they only stayed. there. Yeah, is that the only where is that the only place that it only is, or is it everywhere? Uh, else no, they banned no knock warrants in Louisville. That's what they did. That's the only place. Yeah. So everywhere else, they still got no it's, knock. It's a state law. You know what I'm saying? It's a state. So it's state by state. Some states might got it, some states don't. Yeah, CMPD come knock at your shit. It's, it's different. Like, CMPD don't have jurisdiction over Louisville. Louisville don't have jurisdiction over No, CMPD. I'm saying, though, like, it's so, but it is different state by state, though. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, it's crazy. Louisville, Kentucky, man. That shit needs to be nationwide, I feel like, if it's going to prevent shit like that from happening. And, yeah, the state, state of Kentucky can't, they ban no knock. Yeah, so if it's the state of Kentucky, then I mean, even still, I feel like that should be nationwide to prevent something like that. But then I, again, I can see, dang, if you knock, man, that can give like a, somebody who really is needs to, you know, get locked up plenty of time to <laughs> get away. Yeah, but do something, arm themselves or whatever. But uh, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. I think that's something that they're doing again on the trend 
side of things. And I don't know if that's going to be effective in anything, but... It's probably... The devil's probably in the details. Mm-hmm. If they feel like it's a threat, they have access. They have the right to run in the house or, you know what I'm saying? If somebody claims they seen a gun, they can, you know what I'm saying? Some shit. Probably some shit behind them. And if it's like that, then something like that, like detail like that, where it's, you know, obviously going to at least protect some black people. I feel like that should be nationwide. Or just protect anybody who's not guilty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's where you, you got to have, I don't know, just better policy all around you know what i'm saying better training better training better heads of the people that's doing all of this shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean uh shit we on the subject uh i think what's his name governor cuomo cuomo yeah, yeah. New York. yeah he banned um chokeholds uh yeah interesting Yep, so, you know, the two that happened, obviously, in New York. Yep, just the, the two uh, notorious ones. R.P. Eric, and what's up? Uh, oh, was, uh, is George Floyd, was that New York? George Floyd was Minneapolis. Oh, dang, there was Minneapolis. Uh, well, there's been at least one, but, you know, uh, this, obviously, there's been plenty in New York. We, yeah, yeah. We all know that. Definitely. So, he did that. That was that was dope. Um, I think it was the net, the Texans that I was talking about. That's doing what? Um, the coach of the Texans supported kneeling. Mm, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, he supported kneeling, whatever. Bill O'Brien. I have, well, damn, besides my own team, I ain't never seen a man just let skilled players walk like this before in my career. You might be racist just based on how you traded DeAndre Hopkins, and I'm going to leave it at that. Dang, you feel some kind of way about that, man. Bro, you don't give away a top three wide receiver for a fourth-round pick and a running back who hasn't had a good year in three seasons. Uh, It don't sound logical, but maybe he saw something that he needed. Oh, no, the story came out. He didn't like how DeAndre Hopkins had his baby mom was running around the stadium. He didn't like how he couldn't control DeAndre Hopkins. Oh. Well, maybe that was a business decision. He felt he couldn't, you know. Hey, DeAndre ain't complaining. He got one of the next up young superstars to throw in the ball for the next 10 years. So DeAndre straight. Straight. Shout out to Kyler Murray. Mm. Damn, we're going to see what happens. You got baby Russell Wilson. Uh, shoot. Oh, I do got I do got a couple things, and then I'm going to uh, let you head out, man. Oh, shit. Uh, shoot. We're kind of on the topic. Uh, the D.C. Um, the D.C. mayor was sued for putting back Black Lives Matter on the street. And did you see the Black Lives Matter mural in Charlotte? Yeah, it got fucked up. Oh, word. Somebody uh, did skin marks through it. Like, all the way through the motherfucker. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah. They fucked that shit up, like, the first night they did that shit. But I think they went back and fixed it since. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, D.C. mayor got sued for doing that. That's crazy. By who? Uh, I don't know. That'd be interesting. I gotta know the like whole story, but I'm just saying, y'all, there might be something. Though. Nah, cause I seen that story, but to me, the way I know how news articles are set up now, they would have released the name of who sued them. If, you know what I'm saying? They knew. It, I don't know if it really took like you know took wind to anything, but that's the 
that's a little story I heard is that they were trying to get some action just because she put uh, Black Lives Matter on the street. He or she, I'm not sure. Um, mm-hmm. You seen a little baby video? Not the uh, the one he talking about justice and shit. Nah. That was actually kind of good, bro. And it's crazy. Uh, you got offended one day when I mentioned Lil Baby. Yeah, because I was, I did. I did. You got super offended. I did. I was trying to low-key let you know that he was the next he, thing. He got them. He, he cold. I'm going to be honest. He probably, I, I think, man, he probably up there with Travis, like, just with his, uh... His influence. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just influence. Man. Yeah, his influence. It's, it's, it's future-like. Yeah. Yeah, he might be the closest thing in the future with that much kind of like impact. Yeah, somebody tweeted out that uh, what's his name? Is the new uh, Wayne? Baby is the new Wayne. I seen that. Yeah, I seen that. And I thought yeah. about that episode. Yeah, <laughs> baby is the new Wayne. And when you was talking about uh, Uzi being the uh, new Wayne, it's crazy to see these young boys hold it down, man. I'm proud of this new era. I really am. Yeah, I feel like we got a hand in raising these niggas. Like, we of helped, course, we helped push to what we see now. Our era definitely had a huge impact. They, they got, they admit that though. They know that. Yeah, it's just them little niggas couldn't go out with us at night. They had to stay mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Them little niggas running in now had to stay home while we was just getting in the club. And that's why Wayne was so popular because he was that young dude that yeah. was out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 10 years old, 12 years old. I mean, a lot of them were, but he was out there and rapping and on the scene with it. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, it was just, it was cool to see Wayne grow up. Like, my man is almost 40. If not, he's still out here uh, doing a, a little something, something. Shout out to Wayne, man. Prayers for Wayne. Yeah. Because uh, I want to see you for the next 30 years. It'd be dope to see Wayne for another 30 years. It would. How much more time you got, man? How much more time you feel like giving me right now? Whatever you want to talk about, go ahead. I got like that. Yeah, okay. I got a couple things I need to hear. I need to hear from you, man. Um, let me see. Since we was uh, we was kind of talking about that street people, street dudes versus rappers. Yeah. Um, Nicki Minaj and Six Nine. Mm-hmm. They were talking about something like that recently. I seen that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They caught my intent. They caught my interest too. But I ain't really go too into it though. Yeah. So, really, from what I gathered was that uh, the industry pussy. From what I heard. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, and that's kind of what Nikki was like. Nikki was saying is that at to some level. They all all y'all niggas pussies. Yeah, all all y'all are not what y'all say y'all. Yeah, what we see is not true. All this is facade from what I got from that shit. And I feel like she might even be talking about herself. uh, Everybody, she talking about everybody. Yeah, she talking the whole thing. And maybe not if not now then before. And yeah, when she was saying it, I felt like she was she was specifically or definitely calling out six nine like. You're definitely fraudulent, my man, is what she was telling him. Yeah. Because we all know that this is all flawed because it is all flawed. Uh, she was like, but I feel like she was saying, you're definitely fraudulent, but everybody else is too. There That's might what be even levels. 6 9 was saying. Yeah, there might be levels to it, and I feel like she was agreeing with that. Yeah. But it's all flawed. And so I feel like that's why she was kind of justifying her doing the video with him because I know a lot of people were giving backlash. 
And I kind of was giving backlash for people doing it too. And I gotta admit, of course, everybody's done dirt in their lives. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, and yeah, just affiliated, I don't know, it all depends because they say, uh, keep your friends close but your enemies closer. So to affiliate with somebody that might not be a, a good person might not mean that you're not a good person. Uh, you might have to affiliate with that person. Who knows? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't want to just go out and say, oh, anybody who does anything with 6 9 is just, they're a rat too. And they just fake and all this and all that. Um, but uh, I still don't like really 6 9 I just don't like his energy, man. I don't, I don't like yeah, and, something, and, something, not, yeah. something not right. It's yeah. almost like at this point, I almost feel like I'm looking at a robot, Bruh, It's I don't, I don't. And then you saw the lace front that he something had on not there, right, like in the video. I legit feel like I'm looking at a robot, man. It's like, crazy. It's crazy. I don't. I. It ain't no offense or nothing to like, man. Fuck offense. I don't even like looking at him, bro. Like I don't even like looking at. Him. Yeah, something not right. Like when you look at that soul. And yeah. it's crazy that he's so young. Bro, it's yeah. like 23, 24. Yeah. Like, something ain't right about that soul. Like, nigga, is that a soul in there? Like, right, right. Like, the soul of men. You know, you know what I'm saying? The soul of people. That's 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 dope what you're saying right there. Yeah. Because it's really about the soul. Like, I'm not trying to judge you, 6ix9ine. Uh, like, judge 6ix9ine for, like, who he is. But I'm just saying... His soul energy and my soul energy, I don't think I would ever want to truly be around that. Um, I still feel like there's good things that I could gather from 6ix9ine. Six, six, He's smart as shit. Yeah, I still, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not taking any Bruh, it's hard him. to go viral. Yeah. He has a ability. I can really care. I'm not even going to say I can kill this, but you're right. That's part of the, like. The, that's what got your eyes on. Yeah, that's part of the, not to say genius of him, but. Nah, you're right, the genius. Well, I'm not gonna. I think bro, he do, he's the new Fifty Cent. What he's doing? He trolled cool. his way to the top. That's cool, but I still think that that word is thrown around lightly. Uh, Fifty Cent backed up everything he did. Like let's let's face that. Fifty Cent was tr- a true bully, not just out here talking trolling. Fifty Cent still does that shit now because it's popular. Because that was him before. Yeah, being you know having Instagram and all that kind of shit. But Six Nine still a punk. I would I would. I could imagine Six Nine fighting so many people. I heard Six Nine tried uh, what's her name, uh, Camelot. What's her name, Camelot. man? Uh, come on, cause uh, Camelot. Chopper, Chopper, Chopper flow. Um, oh, NLE Chopper. Yeah, NLE Chopper. The young man. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah, he kind of tried. I'm thinking like if they really squared up and fought, I just feel like NLE Chopper would wax. And that little motherfucker like seventeen. Yeah, but I still feel like he would. Like he, he would. I think he like I think he one of them JV football niggas that just left and went to go to do rap. Yeah, he like a little running. Yeah, back. just naturally <laughs> athletic. Yeah, all of that. And like, he right. high energy. Right. That's I was thinking the exact same thing. That man's so high energy, man. He will beat the shit out of six. What? <laughs> and I'm just saying, just and it's just that that energy that six nine brings. I just don't think my soul energy would will want to be around his soul energy again i'm sure i could gather some good things just like i said some crazy shit one day and now i'm gonna ask you a real quick question for we probably i'm probably all done but uh or almost mm-hmm. if you had any three people dead or alive 
that you could sit down and have an in-depth thirty-minute conversation with mm. anybody. That's the kind of, what, what the topic have to be. Anything, anything, anything you personally chose. Anything I want. Anything from you wanted to choose from anybody you wanted to talk to. Let me tell you what minutes. my old answers were. Or you know, it could be just a you know, it could be hour long. Let's say an hour long conversation with anybody. Let's sit down and record a podcast. Damn, that wasn't the com- that wasn't the, uh, but that's the scenario before. Yeah. Three interviews I want Ooh. from anybody. Dang, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, three. God. Mmm. Mmm. Uh, that's real. Yeah, I would love to interview God. Really, let's go five because my original question was five. So five. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna start with God. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, the biggest. Oh, Manson Musa. Okay. Um. Elvis. Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Scratch Martin Luther King. Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. And Bernie Mac. Word. That's solid. Remember those five. Don't forget those five. Alright. Uh my five. These are the five. I got asked this question like over a year ago. Um, and I believe these were my answers. I know for sure these three I'm about to say are. And I know they off the wall and I made these questions off the wall because I'm that kind of person. Everybody had kind of typical answers to their personality and even though mine were too, but they were kind of, you know, the most of the people that they said were still alive Mm -hmm. Um, and they were good answers. But my answers were Genghis Khan, Mm. uh, Hitler, Mm. um, uh, uh, Mac Miller. I said Mac last time you asked me. That's why I didn't say him this time. Word. Oh, I asked him before? Yeah. Word. Yeah. You asked me three, I believe. Okay, five. See, this, I, I love this question. Uh, Mac Miller. Um, dang, I think I, I chose all dead people, I'm pretty sure. Um, Mac Miller. Um, dang. Uh, the other two, I think, were musicians. I think I chose... You said Michael Jackson and somebody else. I think I chose Jimi Hendrix. Probably, yeah. And... Um, Nah, I don't think it was Michael Jackson. It might have been Michael Jackson, but uh, I'm pretty sure it was Jimi Hendrix. I know Mac Miller. And we could just say Michael Jackson, but I I want to say there was somebody else for my last person. I don't think it was Mike, though. I just can't remember who it was. If I were to say now, probably Nip. Mm. Probably Nip. I would definitely do a podcast with Nip. Yeah. See... My goal would be to interview somebody from a throwback era because I want to be taken to a time I've never been to. Mm, that's why I said Jimmy and them other two. Yeah, I was going to say God, uh, mm-hmm. Elvis, who dominated from the who had the world in his hands right. from the 50s through the 70s. I thought that was a good one. And God was just an amazing answer. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking actual people, but I'm like, that's an abstract answer and I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Who else I said? Fucking, uh... Damn, I forgot. Bernie Mac. Bur- that is... 
did I say a comedian? Like, I don't know, but that's a good one. Yeah. Bernie, Uncle Bernie. <laughs> yep. All that. <laughs> I can't even remember my other two. Uh, ain't God, Elvis, Bernie Mac. Um, I said somebody a war hero from back in the day or somebody. Oh yeah, I said uh, ancient hero. I couldn't think of one, but uh, ancient hero, like the oh Manson Musa. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, I like Manson Musa. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, I don't even know how we went on that topic, but shoot, I think that was just a good. Oh, we were talking about just. Uh, I think we were talking about six nine, and then we were talking about uh, just going back in in time. Entertaining, entertaining interviews. Yeah. Um, Oh, your point on 50 Cent, I wanted to ask you though. Mm-hmm. You was thinking I was saying as far as uh, 6 9 being one of the realists. I'm saying nah, the art of sacrificing it all to get attention. Those two individuals are geniuses in those categories. Um, yeah. Do you understand that 50 Cent pulled a 2 chains when he came out? He was out before he came out and he had to reinvent himself. But, oh, yeah, yeah, was he? I don't know how he... He had a whole career that did not work out, and he had to reinvent himself. I mean, I kind of saw something like that, like, in the movie. But I feel like that was actually 50, though. That's the difference to me, is that I feel like 50 Mm. was a natural bully. And because Mm. so you can't appreciate it because it's not real. Exactly, I can't. Like, life circle... I mean, I can't. Because I think that it, you know, it's still. I mean, it's a moment. Yeah, like like I said, that's why I would even. There we go. That's where we got on that topic. Because I would even want to interview Hitler, mm-hmm. just to get into the mind of a maniac. Yeah. Shout out to Boosie for the name of that song. Mm-hmm. But to to get into the mind of a maniac to see what you were really thinking, knowing that oh you dead and that you just have this one conversation that you can have and then you're going back to wherever yeah, you, you release all yeah, everything hey, for one oh, whole yeah. hour you got one hour you to got say one everything whole hour to tell to me world. everything I'm, I want to hear what historically one of the most now you say it like that I want to interview like a couple murderers uh, yeah a couple billionaires that's why I got real interesting with uh, a couple like just motherfuckers who just done nasty corrupt shit I would want to get into the mind of the evil yeah, man, the mind of the maniac is crazy. Yeah. That's why psychology was always hella dope and hella interesting. Yeah. Uh, and why these podcasts are dope, man. We sit down here and we dissect things, man. Shit get little, little, and all that. You feel me? Now, uh, you got something else? Uh, ask you something. I do kind of, but I got plenty of things, but you can keep going. Oh, uh, I seen something on the ID channel, right? Okay. So I'm watching ID channel with my little thing thing. What's up now? And this guy. We watching the ID channel. Oh, Lord. And the just characteristics of the murder. We're watching a show uh-huh. called Fatal Vows. Uh-huh. And the characteristics of a murderer came up. Okay. Of this specific murder case. Military guy meets military girl. High, both high achieving in the military. Get out. Um, female so head over heels. Trust this guy with all the house money. Uh, she's pregnant at the house. Being a housewife comes to find out he fucked up all the money uh follow him to work one day just to find out he's a security guard at a coffee shop 
Um, all this shit happened. She didn't know that? No. She they couldn't. were married? Yeah. They were married for how long? Married um, within a year or two. Oh, okay. But uh, just still. moved into the house. They both just left the Navy base. She's pregnant. And I be like, either man, these men got to be that cunning or those women had to be that slow. It's the men. It's white men. They're the ones. <laughs> That's what they do. I don't know. I'm, I've seen some black men probably might do some crazy stuff like that too, you know. Act like you a producer, but really you uh, just trying to get your uh, rap career off. off oh yeah, off yeah, yeah. Fake it so you make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but now, dang, a whole year and marriage. It's yeah. Crazy. So she finds out she's threatening to leave him in between his time span. She leaves and the murder occurs. Murder occurs. Oh, oh yeah, my point of this shit. I'm saying telling the story and shit. Now my point again to this shit was they got to speaking on the dude's characteristics. Said he loved to watch uh, murder mysteries. Oh, that's <laughs> said, he, said he loved to watch murder mysteries. Said he's very controlling. Said he oh. uh, 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 doesn't like to be challenged. All just all the typical bullshit. Mm-hmm. And what was that? I don't know what. Um, you heard some a voice or something? Sound like a damn cannon went off. A cannon. It's like a light uh, clink or some shit. Oh, it was probably the uh, trash receptor down there. Oh, so yeah, the uh, point of this shit was it's just funny to see the characteristics, and your girl know that that's your characteristics, and now she in the room kind of scared and tense and shit. So yeah, that's all I wanted to oh, say. Shit. But I ain't no killer. <laughs> but don't push them, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I gotta get to work the next day. Don't to push them. Uh, I know we've probably been going. I got just a couple more things, man. I just want to hear what you got to say on them. Uh, the NBA starting back up. We were talking about sports, so I want to bring sports back up real quick. Uh, the NBA starting back up. How you feel about that? And uh, how you feel about the players that are talking about uh, or that are against uh, the NBA going? It's whack. Void it for the year. Just. Just kill it for the Yeah, game. y'all just y'all trying to make money. Like, come on, man. I, I guess I get it because everybody home and they want to see it. So I guess yeah, this is my opinion. But like, the players don't want to play. I know a lot of players, or I see a lot of players are not with playing. Yeah. And coaches too. It's money. Yeah. It's it's a money grab. But it's like, damn, man, motherfuckers don't want to do it. And they don't want to do it for two reasons: for the possible health. Yeah, it's a big risk. Yeah, and because you know protesting, Um, exactly, and yeah, a lot of them could throw up the facade, stand behind the facade of I'm down with the cause right now. I'm focused on the cause. So it's something bigger than a a a a tournament with an asterisk on it in the history books. Because that's exactly what Lou Will and Kyrie Irving said. They 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 spoke up specifically regarding. you know, injustice, and that's why they aren't with going back um, to playing and restarting. The NBA. Yeah, Austin Rivers opposed it and said, "Yeah, he's with it. He uh, it's people in the league that are living check to check." Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, craziness, craziness. Yeah. Uh, next thing you heard, Starbucks they're uh, now allowing their baristas to wear uh, Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter apparel. Boy, 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 boy. We Starbucks, I'm Starbucks, telling you, Starbucks, boy. You think I'm playing, bro? Y'all got these white people scared. Scared. Ah. Scared. They 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 walking on eggshells right now, bro. Maybe they might be a little shook. 
They might be a little shook. But nobody wants to randomly lose their livelihood. A little disruptive. They're not going to lose their livelihood. That's the thing. They're not going to lose anything. Black people are not... We're not going to just start killing white no, people. No, 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 no. I'm saying as far as saying the wrong thing at a job and and, 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 and just some stupid shit. Like, y'all just got them nervous to talk. They should be. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just saying. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, that's, that's the thing. Um, yeah, because I've been nervous to say plenty of things around you white folk mm. all the time simply because I am a black man. Mm. And knowing that I am in the right, but because you're a white person of some kind of authority that you could do this or that or that you just could make it something that it's not worth being simply because I'm a black man and you hate to be wrong or you hate to take any kind of direction or anything from a black person. Let alone a black male, and mm. let alone a younger black male, uh, whether you're a man or woman, white man or woman. So, uh, I don't know where the hell was I going with that one too. Um, <laughs> I we was talking about Starbucks, and then I started talking about that. Yeah, uh, white people being scared and nervous. Oh yeah, walk on shit. I mean, yeah, because we've been we've been walking on. Bro, how many times have you not? really said what you wanted to say because Plenty. it was a white person but a, a nigga so to speak a brother a black man you would say whatever you feeling well you would say probably a lot more mm-hmm. uh, than you would say to a white person one because you know a white person gonna call the police just for a headache you don't want to have yeah for you know what i'm saying now granted you might not you you might actually keep your life that day mm-hmm. and you might not die from the long arms of the law if a white person or Karen decides to just call the cops on you. We do have to be on egg. We've been on eggshells for for a long ass fucking time. Literally for a long ass fucking And then when we do speak out, bad shit happens. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. The, the faith that a black person is supposed to have in this country, you can't have much faith in the judicial system and, and just any of that kind of stuff. In this, I'm not saying you can't. Because uh, just like Jeezy said, he put out a video talking about uh, voting in Atlanta, how they actually had some restrictions to where they made it hard for people to vote in Atlanta. Yeah, they got fucked up machines. Yeah, and they, you know what I'm saying, he's saying that they're kind of doing this kind of shit on purpose uh, to to make it harder to vote for people that, you know, other than, uh, you know, they're making it harder for black people to vote. Point blank period. Uh, It's basically what he was saying. So definitely get out there and vote. So I'm not saying uh, that not to have any faith. I'm definitely not giving any direction to anybody. You you know, everybody got free will. It's just me personally, whether I decide to vote or not, you know, for whatever I decide to vote for, mm-hmm. um, I've never had much faith in anything that uh, is <laughs> worth voting for in America. Yeah. Uh, and I don't really see that changing anytime soon, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really don't, man. Dang. Really don't, man. It's sad, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that voting shit is just... Uh, I don't know, man. Voting just... I, I let it happen. Like, I don't know, man, bro. How I look at life is like, bro, I stand on the sideline and view everything, bro. Like, yeah, I'm for I'm for black people and going, uh, doing all the great shit, but I, I, I'm not front line. I don't even know how to be front line. Like, I don't even have that passion in me to be frontline. The only thing I die about is living tomorrow. Survival. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Like, survival. 
I don't know how to go fucking stand in front of motherfuckers with rubber pellets and know they finna shoot my motherfucking eye out and like it's other ways to this shit, bro. Yeah. I'm not finna front line this shit. And that's that that brings up a really interesting topic I think we should definitely talk about next time. It's like what it will take for a true change to happen yeah. in America for black people. Uh, with all this stuff going on, what is uh People not gonna like lines. What's true change? Well, I mean, go ahead. If you got something right now, go ahead. You got to do you, bro. You got to do you. You got to focus on creating generational wealth for you and yours. And and by yours, I don't mean just your bloodline, the people you want to put under you to bring up with you. Mm-hmm. You got to focus on you being that seed that sprout that. Stop crying at them be that seed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's the what I, that's mine. But people don't want to hear that. Stop crying to him. I can uh, mm, stop crying to him. So some people take the perspective that a lot of this protesting and, and all this kind of stuff is them crying. Knowing that action is not necessarily going to happen or this and that. You're just crying. Hoping that they're going to do something. If they do something, you'll accept it. You'll forgive. You move on. Boom, boom, boom. Like what Ice Cube was talking about. Yeah. Uh, you're saying people uh, are, are crying. Well, not in particular with just protests. I'm just saying in general, like, oh, the white man holding me back, all that shit. Right. Way before, like, protests in George Floyd. This really ain't got nothing to do with George Floyd. I'm just saying in general of how we really get to us being our own people and depending on our own money and having our own economy. We all have to start our own businesses and you need to go focus on that, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, let's fo- like let's all meet up and really focus on that right. instead of just fucking going to go buy masks and spray paint and being up at hours we could be getting rest so we can beat the day the next day and really learn how to fucking do A, B, and C to get the Z. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's it's I hate to say it's counterproductive, but it's other ways to the prize, my nigga. Nah, I kind of see that. You know what I'm saying? There's different perspectives, and I think that's something that you're doing right now for the cause, so to speak, is just talking about it. You know, a conversation that at least is on a platform for whoever ears that this falls upon where maybe it provokes them to want to talk about some shit. So yeah. I think that is definitely good. But something else that just you just brought to my attention as far as what we could do to support uh, seeing as how not being you know people have different ways of wanting to, uh, of wanting to support or being willing to support or even being able to support yeah um, so you might not want to be on the front lines or can't be or for whatever reason um, and what else are we doing I think that's definitely something um, to talk about but what about supporting black businesses do you do that and how do you feel about it? especially we were just I talking about Starbucks I don't do it enough I don't do it enough. Word. And, uh, but consciously, I do do it. Like, I will definitely stop at uh, the Beep store before I stop at Circle K. Word. But I don't do it enough. I don't shop at the black grocery store. I don't the bank Beep black. Store. Did, I, did I tell that story? Oh, what'd you say? You don't what? Bank black? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. I don't bank black. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. have a loan through a black company. Like, you know, I don't do enough, but I'm aware and I'm definitely gonna be more conscious and more effort into put more energy and effort into that shit into my 30s and 40s dopeness and i feel like i'm gonna do the same and i'm gonna try to even have something that i can uh you know maybe even read out uh next time we'll share with you you know that you can read out or do whatever um just with a bunch of black businesses or ways that 
we can at least access the different black businesses in your area. That'd be cool if there'd be an app for that. I feel like that might be some kind of discrimination law. That's that uh, that equal opportunity. Jay Z, yeah, that bullshit. Jay Z <laughs> and uh, Diddy had actually teamed up to create an app like that, or Nas and Jay Z or somebody had teamed up to create an app like that. I don't know if it ever released, but they uh, this was back in like 2016, 2015. Yeah, it was around the time somebody had got gunned down. They had created like a. a it's an app where you go in the city and just see all the black-owned type of shit you need to see. Black-owned restaurants, black-owned shoe stores. Is that still out and about? I don't even know if it ever came out, but they had talked. They had agreed on creating a concept back in like 2015, 2016. Mm. Interesting. Uh, and then you said uh, the the Habib store. We know what you're talking about, but you know, the, most of them... Now, you mean the, the, the black uh, owners, like the people from Ethiopia, Eritrea, those... People that look like uh, us. Okay, I, th- I didn't know if you were talking about the, uh, you know, the... Not the A-Rab, I'm talking about... Yeah. I don't see too many A-Rabs in the show. Oh, there's a couple. Not A-Rab corner store owners. Oh, yeah, there's... there's, there's more, I see more Eritrean corner yeah, store yeah. owners than A-Rab. There's a lot of Eritrean Ethiopians. I think, yeah. from what my experience, I feel like I've seen more. But then again, the 7-Elevens and stuff, like the big chains. Yeah, uh, you but see they ain't like, owning that shit, though. They, they might be franchising that shit. You franchise 7-Eleven? I feel like yeah, it's any any business like that. Yeah, I thought gas it was station, you know, man. Yeah, no, nah, gas station. You can, uh, I believe so. You know, I think you can franchise damn near anything if you got the money for it. Uh, but yeah, uh, do, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen more Ethiopians than uh, Arabs as gas station owners in Charlotte. I really never seen one. I don't think about it. And I could name you like five on the street I live on that's owned by Ethiopians. Word. Yeah. Dope. Like I said, there's plenty of them. I have seen plenty of yeah. them. I just don't know how many. Another thing you said, black banks. Mm-hmm. I don't even know of many other than like Rush Card that's owned, but I don't know if that's a black bank, so to speak. Man, Killer Mike was preaching that shit heavy back in 2016, but he let up on black banks. I don't know what happened. But uh, yeah, I don't think it's just it's just right now enough black people are not fucking with banks. I mean, not black people. Nobody's really fucking with uh, American black banks. That's on like it's not enough of them. Uh, to me, uh, with banking and shit, it's about convenience, bro. I need ATMs in 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 plausible sites. You know what I'm saying? I need ATMs. Right. Within three miles of me, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to drive across town after withdraw twenty dollars. Right. So yeah, that's my main thing with black banks. If there's more and they truly become they get an opportunity to grow into Wells Fargo's, I'm definitely taking my money there. Right. Definitely. Imagine if like Diddy and all of them just I'm putting a thousand dollars in that bank account and sitting it there and not touching it. You know what I'm saying? I'm supporting it. I'm putting my money there, but right now we don't have the access to see that shit. I don't see all that shit. Somebody needs to create that. We need to create that. Let's do something, man. Let's do something. We could definitely be the pioneers or two of the pioneers. Definitely. Uh, to start that off, man. Um, real, 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 real,
gonna talk about oh yeah Juneteenth I think that was one of the last things there's one other thing after this uh, Juneteenth Juneteenth Nike I think made that to be a company holiday I think a lot yeah, of companies that. are trying to do that you know again following the trend but still shout out that's what's up uh, Juneteenth doing that in case people ain't heard about that have you heard about a podcast of a guy named Bill Simmons yeah I know Bill Simmons. Eighty-two point. He's worth like eighty-two point five million dollars, yeah. but gets like some some crazy amount like a year. Bill Simmons is one of the bigger, more entertaining sports writers in the world. Oh, that's why he's sports, sports commentator type dude. Yeah. Dang. He's got you know about Barstool Sports. Barstool Sports. Yeah, you ever heard of them? Nah, what's that? They're uh kind of like um. Damn, it's hard to explain them. They like the social media version of ESPN. They like the white fraternity version of it online. You know what I'm saying? And they, and that's kind of how Bill Simmons is with his podcast. He has a multitude of podcasts, and you know they're 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 bigger than just podcasting. It's a multitude of multimedia things. And so what he signed a deal. I don't know if he signed a deal or not, but uh, they were just saying how much it was worth it. Now that I think that's just crazy to see that uh, eighty-five or eighty-two. He signed a deal worth eighty-two mil, or he's worth it. Some eighty, one of the two. I think he might be worth eighty-two. Yeah, I think he owns the Ringer. The Ringer signed a deal with somebody as a school for podcast. What's the Ringer? Uh, that's like his podcast. Company? company, yeah. They Word. build all multiple podcasts and multimedia. Oh, yeah. I think that is what it is. Yeah. That's where he kind of got his... Uh, yeah, they signed him. They gave him like a hundred... They gave him like a, a Joe Rogan type deal. Word. So, he owns the ringer? Yeah. That's he crazy. Shit and it up. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. That's crazy how much people keep are making off of these podcasts, man. Definitely. Definitely shout out to anybody that's, uh, that's out here uh, listening. Um... One more thing before we head out, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, your girl, man. Oh. Be Simone, man. That ain't my fucking girl. That's your girl, Hell man. Hell nah, no. That's dude. your girl. I heard what happened? That's why you been talking about this nine to five thing. <laughs> <laughs> nine to five if versus stand, the street dude. You stand next to Be Simone right now, you will get canceled by the world. What you mean? Nigga, the world hates her right now. She's getting sued for copyrighters. Yeah, she tripping. Yeah, she did all that talking and had people go open her book up. And That's find some shit. crazy. And somebody showed, I don't know how true this is again, you know, the media is still the media. The internet is still the internet. But I saw somebody open up a, her book, like a video of and it, that and it looked like, like a damn yearbook pamphlet or something. Bruh, worse. It looked like some shit that, I mean, no offense to the kindergartners, but like a little kid could put together, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They literally went online and just copied and pasted a bunch of bloggers. That's it. Bruh, it looks stupid. For a book, how much are you... Uh, I mean, I could understand somebody if she charges like five ninety nine for it. Mm-hmm. I baby could understand boy, that. Baby yeah. boy. Baby boy. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going broke. Right, I'm going broke. Be my boyfriend because I need money. I'm gonna get sued. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's pretty much all I got for you, man. Oh, it's not. Hey, you know AI? He getting fifty million dollars? Yeah, when he turns fifty-five, he has thirty million guaranteed trust fund. His uh, his agent negotiated for him during his sneaker deal. 
I seen that. Uh, hey, I've been banking on that for some years now. Hey, so he gonna be straight. Yeah. You know Ezekiel Elliott got COVID nineteen. Yep, and I think he's uh, he tweeted out something about HIPAA. So I think a lawsuit is coming somebody's way soon. Oh. The boy finna say fuck football. Oh. If he catch a hospital slipping on this, he is fin to retire. Oh my goodness. You talking about potential hundreds of millions of dollars. Damn. Violating his HIPAA rights. So next time we uh, come, next time we uh, link up, man, want to talk about black owned businesses and uh, when uh, plastic surgery became popular. Definitely. Uh, Keep that written down. Oh, uh, I ain't gonna ask you is there anything you want to say, nigga. This is about a two and a half hour podcast. Hell yeah! Probably the longest one ever. Um, we go check and see. I'm out. You bet you. Yitty. Hold it out. <laughs> and that's gonna do it for episode 67. Justifying the footage. I want to thank every last one of y'all that made it a quarter of the way. Even if you made it a half of the way. Even if you made it a whole of the way. Hey! I appreciate you. Tune in next week where you already know next week's episode is going to be more litter, 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 more titter, titter, titter. You already know. Follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby. Like my shit. Comment on my shit. And subscribe to my shit. Like the white girls in the motherfucking valley say. I'm out.